You can see her in the film National Champions in theaters now and on demand everywhere. December 28th, please welcome to the program Emmy and Tony Award-winning actress Kristen Chenoweth. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you, sir? Good, good. It's so nice to be with you. I'm sure you're beleaguered because you're completing a morning of talking to, to DJs who are in and of themselves uh, inherently annoying. So I'll try not to add to that. <laughs> not true. Not true. Okay, all right. I all right. beg to differ. I love DJs. Good, good, good. That's the first time anyone's ever said that, but I'm glad to hear it. Uh, let's talk about the movie first. Uh, um, America, as you know, loves sports movies because we love sports, and usually they're they're feel good stories of triumph, like Hoosiers or Rudy or Field of Dreams, and so many more. This is a little different kind of sports movie, though. This one's going to make you think too, right? Oh yeah, that's what drew me to it. I mean, you probably know this about me. I'm from Oklahoma, and so we take our sports very seriously. Especially football. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, especially football. I mean, let me put it to you like this. In Oklahoma, we, I would call myself a Sooner. In California, I'm just an Oklahoma football girl, okay? So right. that's what it's like. I love, I love basketball. We're real proud of Thunder, the Thunder as well. One of the, the things that's so topical right now that drew me to the project for real is the idea of players being paid while they're in college. There's a lot of people that, that disagree because they're getting scholarships, but this is the way I want to say it. I'm, a, I'm an athlete as well. I went to an intense, intensive, I went to Oklahoma City University uh, Performing Arts um, I'm an athlete too. Any injury I occurred, I've taken with me my whole life. I'm 53 years old now. I was on scholarship. I was not paid for any likeness. I've not been paid uh, since to help garner people to come to my university. And I love my university. I'm a proud OCU grad. That being said, players who put themselves out there, let's just take that ankle, let's just wrap the neck. Get on out there. Here's some Tylenol. You're not going to hurt yourself too badly. Go for it. I. It's a very topical theme. It happens to have landed during a time when colleges are seeing the importance of not just the Boost Club $100 handshake, but what are these players going to do with the rest of their life when they could possibly, possibly one or two or three go pro and they carry with them injury. And that's what drew me to the film. Besides the fact that I got to work with great actors like J.K. Simmons, who this film just takes it to a whole new level. So I'm very proud to be in, in the film. It happens to center around football. It could be, it could also center around performing arts school as well. It's something for us to, to, to start the conversation about and think about and look at this subject maybe with a new set of eyes. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've only seen the trailer thus far. I didn't get a screener on this, but the trailer uh, made me sure that I will see this film. And I know that it's in theaters now. If you're lucky enough to have it playing in your area, that's great. Otherwise, it's going to be on demand everywhere coming up uh, just a week from today, December 28th. Uh, more to come with Emmy and Tony Award-winning actress and singer, uh, 
Kristen Chenoweth, in just a little bit at WRBI. A few days for return to 80. We're back with Kristen Chenoweth, of course, the Emmy and Tony Award-winning actress and singer, talking about her new film, National Champions, in theaters now and uh, everywhere on December 28th. Kind of a national treasure, Kristen Chenoweth. You're one of those people that, quote-unquote, they call on when they just need somebody who just is so talented and just always brings it. I mean, you got to be on the uh, the national uh, Christmas tree lighting uh, special earlier this month. How was that? I loved every second of it. I have a new Christmas album out, and of course, all of us are looking for ways in a safe manner to promote things that we put our heart and soul into, mm-hmm. right? Well, I said, they said, come on and sing, and you'll you'll meet President Biden and Vice President Harris, and and you'll get to be with fellow artists, and we'll all be tested for COVID. And, and we were, and we did it in a safe way. I got to meet some other artists that I look up to. I actually, on my on my own Christmas record, Happiness is Christmas, I invited um, singer, uh, blue, the king of blues to me, uh, living today, is Keb Moe. I'm, I actually said, well, I want Keb Moe to come do our duet, Merry Christmas Baby, on there, too. So... I was lucky enough to get to do two songs, one with the great Kemo, and I got to meet Chris Stapleton, who I'm a big fan of, and Patti LaBelle, who I had to follow. I, I walked off stage and I said, I don't want to go out there now. <laughs> Not after you. And <laughs> I she said, she grabbed my chin. You know, she did. She grabbed my chin, and she said, Kristen, you're one of the voices that can do a lot of things with her voice. It's you that can follow me, so get your butt out there and go. And I loved her for that. She gave me the confidence to do it. And I just, I loved the whole experience. I love Christmas. I love the holiday time. So it was, it was very fun. Well, it was just fun. I'm glad you brought up your new Christmas album, Happiness Is Christmas. And did you have a favorite on that, that that I could play right now? Or would you like for me to choose? Oh, heck yeah. Um, I loved Karen Carpenter so much. And I've never been able to really sing in her key, but as time marches on, <laughs> my voice gets a little lower. And I, I said, I only want to do it if I sing her song, Merry Christmas, Darling, if I can do it in her key. And uh, I was able to do that and hopefully put my own stamp on it with different time signatures and whatnot. But that's a, that's a favorite of mine on the record. Well, let's go ahead and play that right now. More coming up with Kristen Chenoweth after this one is... She covers Karen Carpenter, one of the all-time greats. Country 103.9 WRBI. Greeting cards, they've all been sent. We're back with Emmy and Tony Award-winning actress and singer Kristen Chenoweth. Uh, so nice for her to make some time to join us to talk about her new film, National Champions, in theaters now and on demand everywhere on December 28th, just a week from today. Uh, we've gotten to talk about that. We've gotten to talk about some other things. And I know our time is kind of growing short with you, Kristen. One thing I definitely wanted to bring up, I know you're uh, big on the late-night talk show circuit because you're a great guest, and I'm sure they all want you all the time, probably more than you can even accommodate all the shows with all of your other commitments on stage and on big screen and small screen. But uh, uh, you were on Jimmy Fallon recently, and you told a story that I have to ask you about. Can you give us kind of the Reader's Digest uh, condensed version of when you unknowingly dated Prince? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my manager kept calling. I was on a TV show at the time called Pushing Daisies. It wasn't musical, but it had musical elements, and I had, had sung a tiny piece of Hopelessly Devoted to You. Anyway, Prince had called my manager and said, uh, his assistant said, 
friends would like to call Kristen, and I thought she was kidding, playing a prank on me, so I hung up on her. <laughs> and ultimately, uh, Danielle, my then-manager, said, no, it's serious. So Prince's assistant, Ruth, called me and said, no, it's serious. And I was asked, would I come over for dinner at this date on this time? I showed up. I, there was a big gate with, he was then the symbol. Remember when he was the mm-hmm. symbol? Sure, yeah. And it was a, there was a purple carpet coming out of the house that I should say, mansion. And I pulled in my little <laughs> car, and I get out, and there, there's this assistant waiting for me. And I wait in his library for about 20 minutes, and I hear click, 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 him coming down the hall. His <laughs> shoes, you know, he wears tiny little heel. And he came in, and he, gave, and he said, hi. And I said, hi, I'm, I'm Kristen, and should we party like it's 1999 and I'll wear my raspberry beret and we can drive in your little red Corvette. You didn't really, did you really say that? Really? (laughs) Yes, because I was nervous. And then he just said, you don't have to do that. And I said, thank you. I'm very nervous. And he hugged me. Oh, I'm just, I'm just me. And that, that is a real story. And he was so lovely. He was a lovely person and a great musician. And he gave me lots of advice for years to come after. Well, he's such an enigma that I think you people forget. I love to hear the stories about these people that we put up on a pedestal, and they're just at the end of the day, they're just people, you know, just that they put their pants on one leg at a time, even if they are crazy sequin bell bottoms or whatever it may be. Uh, so that's great to hear. I know we're out of time, Kristen, but uh, I think I'm, I once heard, I believe it was Mr. Letterman introduced you as America's sweetheart, and I, that's the way I feel about you. You're just great, and I love love everything you do, and I thank you so much for making some time for us this morning. Oh, thank you so much for that reference. I love Dave. I still love him, and thanks for having me, and please stay safe. Have a happy holiday.